Welcome to the Florida Super Chat. Cast. 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 Florida Super Chat Cast. Super Cast, Super Chat, Super Chat Cast. Chat Cast. Chat Cast, okay. It's decided. I'm, I'm seeing an F, an S, and a C in the future of the name of this thing. Okay, yeah? well, as We're, long as that works. Okay, good, good. So you're Tom. I'm Tom, hi, I'm Tom. Uh, to my left is uh, Benny. And we ben, have, and not Jen. Benny. Benny and Jen. Okay. Jenny. Ben Benny. and Jenny, not Benny and Jen. I like it better the other way, but we'll go with whatever you want. Um, yeah, I think so. Well, now that we've introduced ourselves, I think we should talk about things. Yeah, sure. S specifically, I want to talk about some upcoming comic book-based movies. Would you guys like to talk to that? Uh, talk about that with me? That's fine. Uh, which ones do you want to talk about? There are so many out every summer. Well, the Ant-Man project got pushed back. So, uh, <laughs> I know you were looking forward to that. I was most looking forward to that. The lamest character in the Avengers, oh. and, uh, uh. and uh, he's going to get his own movie. Oh, I'm come on. To, I would really love an Ant-Man and Wasp movie. I'm I trying mean. to elicit a response from someone off camera, but I'm not getting it. He's no selling me, so. It's okay. He's being professional. He doesn't want to interrupt things here on the set. Yeah, we'll change anything here. Well, putting that aside, before we get to uh, the team that booted that useless fool off uh, for the sake of a good movie, uh, <laughs> Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Batman, the Batman, the new Batman trailer. Do you guys you really see that? want to start with the biggest one of the summer? Yeah, and okay. then it'll all be it's just you start up high and it's just all downhill, no resistance. Okay, cool. So uh, Christian Bale again? Yeah, yeah. They uh, I guess Leonard Nimoy was busy, so they they threw Bale in. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Uh, who Leonard you, Nimoy comes with the pointed ears. You don't have to get him a special. It's funny how he's kind of grown into those with it. Yeah. Um, Spock had enormous ears in that movie, by the way. I don't know if you guys noticed, like, the giant old Vulcan ears. Could have been an elf, like in Lord of the Rings. Old people's ears get bigger and bigger. They do, you know, they never stop growing. And their noses, too. I wish they could extend human life for, like, hundreds of years so we could have massive ears and giant... Well, like, we'll find out one day. I'm working on it. You're working on giant ears and noses? That'd be cool. In your, in your basement laboratory? <laughs> um... Batman. Batman. Uh, Dark Knight Riesling, I think it's called. And Rising. Oh, okay. You're uh, reading your own handwriting there. I am. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, I wouldn't say that it has... So the three movies I want to talk about are that. I want to talk about the Avengers movie, and I want to talk about the new Amazing Spider-Man movie. And Are there any other comic book movies coming out this summer? Or is that the only three? That might be the only three. Okay. So, I hope it's only three. I can only live through so much disappointment. Oh, why you're just you're just going in very negative. Going if in if hard. I like have the lowest expectations possible, like then I really can't be let down by any more summer blockbusters. I mean, I did see Green Lantern, and I oh. still don't know if I've recovered. Oof. God, yeah, that was really disappointing. <laughs> well, I you went in with low expectations there, or were you? Oh no, I went in magic? with absolutely no very low expectations, and they still weren't low enough. <laughs> They weren't low enough. Okay. Well, we don't need to low. talk about that one. That was... Yeah, let, yeah, all in the past, all in the past. Based on the trailers that I'm sure you guys have spent an uh, abundant amount of time studying in anticipation of tonight's chat. Yeah. All that uh, research we did. All that deep Watching research. Watching a two-minute uh, two trailer. Um, what do you guys think of Batman? Uh, are you excited? I'm really hoping they go with the uh, Nightfall storyline. That would be really the best way to end the we, Nolan trilogy. Are we doing spoilers by telling no, no, what I'm, happened? No, no, we're not. No, 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 we're not going to. No spoilers. I mean, I don't know that spoilers. that happened in the... I don't think that saying what happened in a comic from 15 years or 20 years ago is going to spoil 
it if it's even in the movie. It's not that, a spoiler. Well, I mean, when, Bane, when you're making Bane like the the big Bane. the big guy villain, and you're mm. ending a trilogy, and it's the end of this Nolan verse, I really if you don't want to hear it. Cover your ears, because I'm not even sure that this is going to happen in the movie. But in the Nightfall, is that is it Nightfall? It is Nightfall. Happens? Uh, Bane, who's in the comic books, a super steroided Mexican wrestler, wears the mask and everything, breaks Batman's back. He doesn't kill him, and eventually he gets better. So <laughs> he does get not, better. It's but... not the end of Batman as we know it. But I uh, mean, it was Batman's the... died many times since then. So it was the end of Batman for a while, considering. I mean, we had the uh, magical. I don't want to. Oh, I can't call it that. Um, the wonderful comic that was uh, Azrael, that uh, he was uh, interesting in his little mech Batman suit for a while. That right. was. Well, well, but in in this, Bane's in it. And right. If it follows that, he's breaking Batman's back. I think. But that... I don't. I see him running around the whole trailer. So. I see them doing that. I actually see it's it's Dark Knight Rising. The whole thing is about him regaining his ability to walk, so he can fight crime again. <laughs> Oh, is that what he's rising from, the wheelchair? <laughs> Halfway through the movie, he's surviving rehab, and uh, and there's notes. Uh, oh, there's a Judge Dredd. Is that this summer, too? All right, well, maybe we'll talk about that one after the other three. It's good to have that's a not nearly as big. crack team of researchers off camera to fill in the blanks where we fail. There is a Judge Dredd movie. And uh, let's let's shoehorn that into our busy schedule of stuff we discussed today. <laughs> let's, let's, we're, we're, off the, we're off the topic. Batman. Yeah, Batman. Bane. Right. Uh, there's Catwoman in it. And look, there she is. took a big breath when they did. And uh, so, and there's no Maggie Gyllenhaal. There's no no girl. It doesn't look like there's a girlfriend in this movie. Finally, like this is the first of like eight or whatever, however many movies they made where they don't get Batman a girlfriend. And I I'm thankful for that because a guy that obsessed and single-minded would never have time for a relationship with a normal girl. He would only go on Craigslist, find a pretty girl for when he's going out. As Bruce Wayne for the night to put on appearances to escort, and then he's got no time for dating a girl and drama and issues. How would you explain and, away all the injuries? Like and, the, the the new amazingly well, in-depth injuries. Well, the girl's gonna want to spend time with him, and he's gonna want to go break <coughs> right. criminals' hands and stuff. And like and after stuff. Bane like snaps your spine, like you know, oh, hey, remember going kayaking this weekend? To be Not fair, be he does it. have a magical girlfriend who makes him better. That's how. That's how the. The Nightfall storyline is resolved. He, his magical psychic oh, she, girlfriend wishes him better. Oh, I thought it was like bionics. No, no, she wishes him better, and then she reverts to like a childlike state, so they could conveniently shoot her, horn oh. her out of the story. Well, well, so, but in the, let's let's stick with the main movie, and then we'll talk about all this <laughs> stuff. Uh, I think I think uh, Cleo or something. From the trailer, first of all, Bane, who's in it, and I guess is like the main villain. I yeah. don't know. The trailer doesn't tell you anything. It's just like a couple of. I thought he looks really cool. A couple of sizzle cool. shots and a lot of like You vague. like the way Bane looks? I thought, I thought he looks pretty really, cool. Really? Because he and I watched it of like an hour ago. Again, yeah. And he, we were saying he's Again. got like a pimp coat like a, yeah, with, he, with a fuzzy lining and he's wearing like like a, it's not, he's not wearing a mask. He's wearing just like a breather apparatus. Yeah, it's like that scorpion mask, like Mortal and, Kombat and scorpion. Actually, one, yeah. That's the good, one that's scene I've seen of him speaking, I couldn't make a word out. He was talking. Oh, like, I thought they were going to fix that in post. He, he Are they did. not fixing that? I hope they just subtitled it. I thought they were fixing it in post. <laughs> I hope they just he sounded it. like a marble. No, house. I saw an interview oh. where they said, the idea is you're not supposed to understand them all. The time. How aggravating. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> what are you doing here? I still want to know what you're doing. Now I'm not going to be able to understand either of them because well, I mean I swear with Batman gargling uh, oh, gravel right. and marbles, that, it's really that awful voice he came up with yeah. for that, and he did it. In, it wasn't in the first the one as much, you know. He's talking, you know, uh, like. He growled at he growled at certain times in the first movie I recall, like when he was like, I'm gonna, you know. But I feel like it's gotten progressively worse. Did you guys like worse. that first one he was in? I, I did. I thought really? the first one, I, the first one's my favorite of the bunch. Really? Because that one bothered me. You had two-ton cars driving on the roofs of buildings that are two two hundred years old. You had he's like a, James Gordon was the one that saved the day. He's a guy dressed up in a rubber bat suit fighting crime, who's like a millionaire detective. I know, but- but my main like, like, come on, like, my main grudge with all these all these Batman movies has literally been that you don't need to spend two hundred million dollars. You need to make it a gritty noir movie where he's the world's greatest detective yeah. and he's the world's greatest fighter. Which I mean, is he what did a creepy cell phone thing. That's like be, almost detective work. He should be Bruce Lee and Sherlock Holmes in a bat suit. Instead, we get. Like these two hundred million dollar mega blockbusters, when you could do it for like fifteen million and a B actor, right? But ben, that's just good at acting and and have a great movie with a good story. But would a nineteen seventies kick flick with a guy in a bat costume really? I float? think <laughs> I think the I only thing know, missing from the game of death was that final level. <laughs> Where he fought Bane at the top after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the guy with the nunchucks. And he went up and the final level was Bane. And he had to put on like something with ears. And so he couldn't move his neck around and fight Bane. I think that would have been the best way to end Game of Death. The ultimate He can move his 70s neck now, right? Flick. Can't, can't current Batman move his neck? I don't know. Those co- I, I, I think they explained away he can move his neck now. Well, he won't be able to for long, huh? Didn't he, well, in the, in, the second, oh. in the second of the new movies, didn't he ask for a more flexible costume? Yeah, yeah, that's point? what I'm saying. They explained it away. It was one of those. And he'd just rather deal with dog bites than not be able to move or something like Dogs. that. Dogs. Well, anyway, uh, so <laughs> so we, we're not, we're, we're excited or not excited about this movie. You like Bane. I'm not sold on him. I'm excited for it because, you know, like. See, I think we're like opposites. You like the Bane guy. I'm excited about Anne Hathaway because I think she's. Let's quantify uh, this. I don't care if she's Catwoman or not. I think she's hot. I, that's like, there's something like she's elegant yet dirty. <laughs> it's like this whole thing. Like, like. She's a Princess Diaries girl, but yet she shows her boobs on camera. It's it's good stuff. I think I think that you and she's, I don't know. She's just she's tall. I like tall girls. So it's it's like I've got my own issues. With so you like Batman, Dark Knight Rising, Anne Hathaway. Like that's what you're. I'd just rather have Anne Hathaway as as rising. Not, as know? long as she's not his girlfriend, like in the traditional. No, style. no, she's Catwoman. That's but that's the thing. Right. Batman doesn't have time for girlfriends. He only hooks up with bad girls that he runs into fighting crime. Catwoman well, he has a relationship with uh, Rasa Ghoul's daughter. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's where he meets his women. And he's Batman, so he's always trying to fix projects like bad, okay. troubled girls. Uh, he wanted to date like a society chick who he needs to rely on to keep his secret. And, uh, you know, well, that was another thing in those earlier movies where Alfred kept letting the girls just into the cave without even asking Batman. It was like in the fourth movie or the third movie, he just turns around and there's Alfred opening the door. Hey, your girlfriend's by. And he's like, well, what the hell? Yeah, and Batman, <laughs> you know, I thought it best, sir. Well, you thought it wrong, man. Get this girl out of here. What are yeah, you doing? Alfred, this is the like, third one we've got to, like, dismember. We got to bat- in the Everglades uh, now. We got to bat disappear her, man. Yeah. She, can't, uh, she can't know about our secret, man. Right. All right, so I want to quantify, guys. I really... <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you about it, uh, Ben? 
I've, I haven't liked any of the Batman movies. Okay. The Burtons, the Schumachers. The, Let us like, not talk trash about the Schumacher well, films, sir. Those are yeah. bastions of cinematic I did, quality. I did not like... Couldn't agree more. I did not like the first Christian Bale, Nolan one. The second one was all right, but I think I everyone got swept into the the love for a dead person, tragic, you know, thing going on there. And uh, so, because uh, I'm only doing that because I forgot his name, Heath Ledger. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so I, I've never been a fan of these movies. I always, I'm not picky, but for some reason, their jumps of logic sometimes just irk me. They're too obvious to me. I'm not like, oh, you know, that wouldn't work in the real world. I don't care about that, but in these movies, they get a little too crazy with that stuff and it bothers me. So that lengthy justification is for a score of? Of, I'd say, based on the last one and Inception, that all out of 10, 10, 10 being the best. Inception? Well, that he's that yeah. his last movie I enjoyed yeah. a lot. I'm just kidding. And that he might be inspired to use actors from that one in this sure. one, which he did. Um, that I'd give it, I, I give it a chance of being a six or seven. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. That's pretty good. That's more. I was expecting you to come in with like a five. I'm, I'm always optimistic going to these things and forgiving, but you know. So six or seven. So what about you? Um, I am. Uh, I don't. I'm about an eight in terms really? of my excitement. You really for it. think I, it's is your excitement? Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's what I was. Asking. I'm, I'm a five on excitement. On excitement. I think it'll but be a six. A, it'll be a quality. six or seven, and when I finally. See I, okay, I'm an eight on excitement, and I'm expecting around a six in quality as well. Okay. So we're we're on the same page on that. What about you? I like to see characters suffer, so I'm hoping they're going for the uh, back-breaking angle with Bane. So that would bring it up, and Hathaway brings it way down. Um, and then I guess we'll meet in the middle with Christian Bale gargling gravel for a seven. Oh, wow. Well, now, now you say, the only in the trailer, the only person I saw hurt was I saw Commissioner Gordon breathing in a... Like he had lung cancer yeah. or something. You guys have... And I saw shots that looked like... Batman in a prison with a big beard again. No, in an MC Escher prison. Well, it was an MC Escher prison where the stairs were all crazy, like one of those infinite winding, yeah. no logic to gravity kind of stairwell drawings that he used to do. Yes, Escher. Um, so I don't know what's going on in this movie. You need to watch that trailer again. I think you've got people confused. I've watched it so much I'm confused. Was there any, oh, so, so what's your love of the Schumachers? Um, uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, the like the neon lights, the bat nipples, the the Batman credit card. It's just. Does it go to a special bat account? It takes it like. It's a bat debit account. I think Joel Schumacher is the only uh, director to truly capture the uh, the spirit of Batman, which is like I said, bat nipples and neon lights and That's really your big hair. Of Batman to you, That's really? the big hair. I, I wonder if Scott Snyder agrees with that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm obviously not being serious. Like they are some of my favorite films ever. Like I love Batman and Robin. I've seen it, for the, but is it hundreds for of times. Oh, it's for Batman? all the wrong reasons. Right, right, I mean, okay. it's just they're just there campy was a lot and of like, terrible. Like and... lavender lighting in one of them. I don't remember if that was. It, the it's last it's one. it's Batman and Robin, and there's that like weird glow in the dark neon paint. The whole scene. city of Gotham it's, is just like a big. It's a big rave. It's yeah, like it, is. it really is. Um, <clears throat> the one before that, Batman Forever, was just forgettable. It was. Forever was a really bad subtitle. Which one was that? The Jim Carrey one? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't because it wasn't I only remember, over the top. I only remember. remember Jim Carrey's like creepy crotch bulge in that one. So we can just move on from it's, that entirely because that's not a topic I need to revisit in my heart. Why was it creepy? Or your mind? Did it have like a strange? I really, bump in I there really love Jim angle? Carrey, but that was right. a little too much Jim Carrey on screen at all times for me to. Hmm. Focus. Well, that was when he was at his like 
highest. Yeah. And he was doing yeah. his he was uh, at, Ace Ventura. He was at something, yeah, yeah. Not enough cable guy. It's a good reason to. Uh, it's a good reason to move on. I think. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's okay. move on. In our hearts. Okay. Well, one more thing with Bane. Why did they not make him look like a jacked up luchador? Yeah, I don't really like the look of him. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Uh, you like him, so we'll leave. We'll I think leave. you nailed it. He looks like one of the Mortal Kombat, like, uh, masks. I like that. Like a dice guy? It's not for him. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so go to your next one. Okay. What do you want? If, You're that, if, if that cell phone stuff ruined our uh, tonight's recording, we will avenge. Hi, <laughs> well, I'm not going to do All right, Avengers. I'm not going to do an awkward Avengers work. Transition. Horrible, awkward transition to Avengers. That's the next movie I want to discuss. This one I am most excited about. I'll tell you my excitement level for this on a scale of 1 to 10 right out of the gate is approaching like a 9. My dial goes to 11 Maybe on this one. Maybe to 10. Wow. She's making faces again. You know, I, I was really hoping Ant-Man would be a huge, huge, <laughs> huge <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. I love Hank Pym. He is in it. You just never see him because right. he's ant size. He's along for the ride. That's so. how I'm gonna spin it in my heart. Yeah. Um, no, I'm really excited. I think I think Joss Whedon. If anybody could pull it off, Joss Whedon will do a really yeah. great job. He's used to working with an ensemble cast of you know like all his, big personalities, all his have been that, big personalities much. meshing. So yeah, there's hope. He. Uh, yeah, Buffy. All the all those. I don't know that he's done a project that was. Um, you know, even common. like when he wrote Alien, was it Alien Four? He wrote, rewrote. You know, they're all group, yeah, character driven. You know, with good. I mean, a lot of what I've read online from some of the actors, and I guess, you know, they they might be coached or fed information to say, but I mean, for the most part, the thing that they keep going back to is how great of a script it was, mm -hmm. and how great the characters are and the interaction, and and that's his strength. And you know, it doesn't matter. I don't know who the villain is in this one either. Other than Loki, they yeah. everyone's saying scrolls or frost giants or some other thing from outer space mm -hmm. or another planet, but uh, <clears throat> they don't give that away in it. If they're following, I mean, what it seems to be like some of the uh, the ultimate universe, um, they'll probably go with aliens. Well, it's considering. I guess they're saying Asgardians are aliens yeah. technically. Yeah. So you know, I guess anything that's not from Earth is an alien. So Loki looks cool. Loki's always cool. He, he just cool looks alien. cool now, like walking around in contemporary Earth clothes as like a. Yeah, I was, I was, I was quite pleased with the the Thor movie. I mean, you know, yeah. it had its flaws, but overall, it was really well, fun. All these, all these they, super uh, movies do. have flaws. You have to go in expecting that. You know, I mean, the the lucky thing about the Marvel ones is that the the ones they're producing, they're <clears> not allowing some writer to go too far off script in terms mm -hmm. of the way the character is in the comics. Yeah. Unless it makes sense. You know, they're not allowing someone to rewrite 50 years of history because the writer thinks they can do it better, mm -hmm. you know, um, which is what you see in these DC movies. And, yeah. And like Fantastic Four and to some extent Spider-Man um, and some of those other bombs, you know, some other the Marvel bombs like Punisher and, and whatever yeah. else, you know. It's was like, Spider-Man oh, 3 considered a bomb or was that only to me that it was a, it was a giant stinking I mean, every person that Fred's nodding and then the, uh, the uh, I mean, to fans it was a bomb and to viewing, I mean, it made a ton of money so okay. it was success enough that they were going to hire Raimi to do the fourth one, I think, but... Did not like. But he didn't want to do it. I think it was because they took too much control away from him in the third. And Tobey Maguire was melting. I don't know if anybody else what, noticed. Melting he, like his beginning. Just, just to, like, it was bad. What do you mean? I thought, what's-her-name was melting? 
I thought Kirsten Dunst got progressively less attractive through each movie. No, I think she was all right. I just think Tobey Maguire put on like 25 pounds in between each. Yeah, but it in was between all each muscle, movie. Baby. It was uh, all muscle. Yeah, that was not. <laughs> really? That was not muscle. So we, had, so we had chubby Spider-Man. It was, he was a chubby. It was like I was at some convention somewhere, and you, you know, have, it was. You have your standards are too high. <laughs> Guys, I've got so much, so much to say about Spider-Man movies when we get there. That oh, I, oh, okay, I yeah, let's do. Well, let's finish Avengers. So much Avengers. <laughs> that I would love nothing more than to finish our discussion of Avengers first. Who cares? The super chat. We'll chat about whatever. We no, want. I know. I just I want to unload on some <laughs> gripes I've got about Spider-Man movies. Go ahead, go ahead, the Avengers. Uh, so Avengers, I'm really excited about. The trailer uh, just got me really jazzed. I don't see anything in it that's objectionable. It looks cool. I'm well, there's pretty psyched. There's nothing you were like, I'm not crazy about that. Like how blue Captain America. Yeah, his costume, or, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, there's little. It's got to be little things. I can see. I can see past it because when you see you mentioned this earlier when you actually see the whole ensemble like yeah well that one wow. shot where it does a circle yeah, around them and they're all like back to back waiting for whatever's coming and it was like the thing in when they first showed it during the super bowl that you like you knew it was you were going to see this but until you saw it yeah and then you get like that little moment that i guess comic fans and nerds get where it's it's almost goosebumps or you're yeah. like you just get you have that shock you know because you're it, it means a little more to you because you like that stuff. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, sir, that's, that's like the trailer's But it looks, it looks like it. a lot of this movie is them trying to get together and not getting along and fighting. And then like after half the movie of bickering and squabbling. Because and, every soundbite is like... Them being snarky. Them either yeah, yeah, snarking yeah. each other or saying, this group's a time bomb or this thing, you know, or Loki's saying, why are you getting these idiots together? They can't yeah. even get along. So, you know, it seems like half the movie's going to be them trying to figure it out and fight each other and then something bigger and badder will come along and they'll have to get along. Yeah, yeah, they're driving that point home pretty clearly in the trailer and yeah, yeah. But I, that one compared to the Batman, well, I mean, the Batman had like some sizzle shots, but this one's all like, the cool thing about this one is this one's all costume. Every shot mm-hmm. is people in costume. It's exciting. You're like, every shot's cool to look at. Batman was like, you know, they were like trying to be coy and not give anything away. Right. And Avengers, it was like, they, they were showing you so much that you know a lot of it's in that dialogue and interaction and, and whatever, and that we still don't know what they're fighting, even though you see a bunch of it. You see Loki. As long as they're not pulling like a repeat of Captain America, which is where they had so much footage in the trailer, and the trailer was fine, but then you get to the movie and you realize they filmed a ton of those scenes, like we're only in the script, to be shots in the trailer. I'm like really hoping Avengers doesn't suffer see, from that because a lot of the newer Marvel movies well, we, have been we, super guilty of a bunch of shots, like right. huge sequences that are only there well, we, to, we were make, to be trailer to be a trailer. We were fodder. talking how we found it funny that they in the Avengers trailer, the beginning of it has a scene from Captain America mm-hmm. where he's punching the bag. Yeah. So in this case, they're showing stuff we've already seen. Yeah. But see, so ben, maybe not. We you know? when we were discussing just before you got here, Jenny Ben, and I were discussing the, the merits of the. Uh, of the Batman versus Avengers trailers, and I'm I'm afraid they maybe gave you too much in the Avengers trailer. The Batman, they're holding back like some awesome big reveal that they want you to go to the mm-hmm. movie to see with Avengers. Well, but the but could, I, could mean they have a lot more to give. And I think, only seen I it think or it could be the whole movie summed the, up into a two-minute trailer. Right, which is but what the I charm of I think the charm of the Avengers is going to be in the writing, and mm-hmm. that you don't get that in the in the trailer. So, you know. We'll see. It seems like Joss Whedon's been groomed for this forever, doing the the group superhero shows. And, and he's a big fan. So and that he wrote, helps. yeah, and he wrote the X Men comic, mm-hmm. and he's he did been Runaways, the new Buffy comic, and so he's 
he's knee deep in this stuff for so long that mm -hmm. hopefully they did a good job yeah. bringing him on. Um, what else about that? Is there any? Uh, give me your scores. Give me your another uh, score. Give, oh, I, I, want your, I, I said I'm I'm ten. I'm excited. I'm super excited about you this did, one. Ten excited, and you're thinking you're predicting a ten quality. I think uh, there might be some nitpicks that end up with it being a nine. Okay. But I think ten and a nine. I think this is going to be my favorite one. I'm going to go double nines. Double nines. Go double nines. Where are you at? I might have been at a nine, but uh. Scarlett Johansson's awful, awful, strange wig is going to bring it down to an eight. Is for it me a wig? It is so bad. I couldn't <laughs> stop focusing, and I had to rewatch the trailer to see this weird, like Ronald McDonald hairpiece that they've just like Lego manned onto her head. It's like and a, it, like, it's like a molded move. plastic there's, cap. She drops down and like does that thing, and then there's like an explosion, and it's like, but in her hair Nothing is blows. just this red, awful Lego hair. So you, you were really, talking about the outfit and her. I like she's a like, beautiful woman, a and I really don't have a problem with her physique I just don't understand why they don't why they're stuffing in her into this little leather suit that's like two sizes too small and giving her Lego hair that's really right. I mean just out of the gate I heard they were gonna CG the hair to me I, if they CG the hair I'll be okay with it <laughs> wow that's well I love that you picked up on that of all things I was completely I didn't even now I'm gonna notice it it's gonna like be, it's it's it was so it was so strange it's, it's gonna just, bring it down a notch for me next time I won't be able to not see that. I want to I, I dare you to watch the trailer and not see that strange now hair. that you've mentioned it I want to watch it because I was oblivious to it but now I'll watch it and it'll probably just drive me Because they like dyed her I'll hair or something in the first one, which in the, yeah. the Iron Man 2, which I thought was better, but this one's like clearly a wig. It's a strange wig. <laughs> so for strange... So for strange wig, it's an eight, but it would have been a nine. Let the world happened. know that strange wigs can knock you down a peg. <laughs> Could we have one outtake, hopefully, at the credits where the wig gets blown off and they have to go chase it down <laughs> That the would be pretty good. That might knock it back up to a nine. The wig's actually... <laughs> the wig is actually the vanguard of the alien invasion that's the one thing i'm uh, i'm upset maybe she yeah, maybe they are doing scrolls and you know she's a scroll because like she has the you know like how they have the little jaw thing maybe the hair is also i'm thinking a scroll indicator. like the big ship that's chasing at the end mm -hmm. that maybe she throws a wig in the engine <laughs> intake <laughs> and it gets tangled in the it's like a sailor moon tiara but like the whole hair she just <laughs> tosses it it's a new power <laughs> oh wow um <laughs> So Scarlett Johansson's wig is causing you problems. Right? It is. That's that's fair. I didn't know she was wearing a wig, but now I'm. I like the idea. Painfully that, aware. Of I like it. the idea that the wig is like a hidden member of the team or the or the enemies or the, the enemy force. Hank Pym's riding in the wig, and it's like an Ant Man. It's like a whole ant colony <laughs> in there. Yeah. That's why it has to be kind of solid and hard. We can work this in. Yeah, the whole Ant Man movie will yeah, play out in that wig. If that wig moved too much, you'd have like an ant holocaust yeah. in there every couple of days. <laughs> wow, an ant holocaust. Um. Too soon? <laughs> I don't know. I slept on a few ants today. I'm still feeling bad about it. I meant about the Holocaust. It's always too soon since you asked. But, well, uh, I, the Jew said it, so we'll just like you know, we'll we'll ex we'll do one of those where we'll excuse ourselves. We can just do like a quick cut for that. So do do we think that they it's scrolls or because everyone said it's not, we're gonna believe them? Isn't that the perfect time to make it a scroll? Movie? That would be yeah. such a lame thing to do, but you're, you might be honest. You know, you know, the other thing in this movie is that, like, you've had these other characters briefly in them, like Nick Fury mm -hmm. and the, the Colston character. Mm -hmm. And since this seems to, it's called the Avengers, but I'm getting a feeling it's really a S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. Yeah, I, I would have been. I, maybe I think we're going to see a lot of those guys running around. I think guns people and, wouldn't have uh, been able to like the. It doesn't have the brand identification that Avengers has. Well, if, it, if they had called I'm saying it, like, you the would Fury still call the Avengers, oh, okay. but I'm saying that they're basically in spirit more joining of a shield. shield, and they're the Avengers group. Of I would. Shield. I would like it. I'd be more comfortable with that. Because like, to be honest. what do you got? You got you got three or four characters that are your Hawkeye, 
Black Widow, Nick Fury seem looks like he's involved in a lot of yeah. the action. That's three of your main characters that are agents of do Shield. You think, do you think they'll, given the broad audience, do you think they'll play that angle up? Well, I think that they'll play enough of that up where they can have a Shield and Nick Fury of Shield movie. Oh, okay, Why separate. You, sure. You know? I would like that. Yeah, the cool spy movie. Sam Jackson kind. It could like be that. kind of Jason Bourne or something. Mm -hmm. you know. Get rid of that wig. Do we care that it's the third Bruce Banner? At this point? Or is it like he's the only one that, as a superhero, isn't the actor? So Yeah, I feel like uh, the, Hulk's the, Hulk. the CG. I mean, I mean Hulk, he's going to have more screen time. The cool in yeah. this, you know? He did some cool stuff in this movie. I I'm know. okay with him from the trailer. He seemed all right. He, you know... He's Mark changed Ruffalo, enough times. I don't that... know enough about him. I think I he's everyone says he's a good actor. I've seen him in a few things, but you know, I couldn't name you the movies. I feel like the make or break scenes involving him, he's gonna be in full CG anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really well, not I, a sticking I, point for me. In one of the trailers, you see Iron Man like really needling him a lot. He wants to try and right, so get him to become yeah. a whole So it looks like he'll have some good acting kind of interaction with some of the other characters when he's not the Hulk but you know yeah if they want to if they want to play up the fact that he's holding in you know this the, this rage monster all the time that might be a well, it's somewhat seen, challenging role but it seems someone. like he's he's if they're going off the second movie with Ed Norton that that at the end it seemed like he control. was getting it under control that maybe he'll be not a hundred percent Bruce Banner as the Hulk, but he'll be able to have a conversation and go and let that like gray, like intelligent focus, gray Hulk. Stay angle. on focus a little bit. Okay. Not they if they need him on the Avengers. Hopefully, it's because he can participate. But you'll, you'll have Tony Stark peeing in his Zen garden all the time while he's trying to meditate. Unless we're going with like the uh, the like the Ultimates route in which Hulk loses control and is the bad guy. I mean. Well, they but they. they I mean, a, they get him under control later and stuff. Well, later I mean. they just they just tell him that. Those well, they bad tried guys. to nuke him from orbit, kind of. So. Yeah, but it, it wasn't in the first Ultimates where, I mean, I'm, I don't remember very well, but they stopped him and they had him in prison. And then later in the movie, they need the Hulk because they can't stop the thing. Mm -hmm. So they basically tell the Hulk, this guy said something bad about you or something. Yeah, and he goes and basically kills them all and eats them. You know, they trick him into fighting all the aliens. So, I don't know. It seemed like in the trailer he was standing yeah. there getting along with them. So, I don't it, it Hopefully that's, you know. That'll work out well. Is that uh, Avengers? Do we get our numbers? Yeah, yeah, we got our. We numbers. got our numbers. I'm all about the Avengers. Yeah, and I, you know, before you make any more offensive comments, we probably should move on to something. Offensive? Else. Well, yeah, like the the Holocaust thing. Oh, there. I don't want our first fan mail coming from like the Anti Defamation League or something. You know what I'm saying? That, that's all I'm saying. Send it to me. Care of me. Care of Ben. Care of Ben, the racist. Spider Man. Spider Man. Let's talk about Spider Man. Spider Man. Let's talk about the new Spider Man movie coming out. The amazing Spider Man movie coming out. Why is it amazing? Because that's what they called it. Okay. I have my doubts as to how amazing it's going to be. I'm going to roll in with double fives on the level of anticipation and on the quality that I think it's going and to bring. you're pre-numbering before I'm we talk pre -numbering about it. I'm pre-numbering because I just want my position to be known right out of the gate. And so so get into that. Why why are you so irked? You seem like you're agitated, like someone's uh, you know put some tax on your floor or something. Tell me what you guys thought of the trailer first. Well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, you saw something in the trailer that irked you. So I, I, I thought the trailer was exciting. You made a good point. I'll let you make it uh, in front of the camera. But I like the casting. I think it's a stronger cast than in the first movie. Um, from Spider-Man down to Aunt May. And, you know, I'm glad Mary Jane's not in it if they're not going to cast a statuesque six-foot red-headed model, yeah. which is what she is. Um, but... 
Although I do like that they got a redheaded actress and dyed her hair blonde, and they're they, they seem well, to be the, doing that both ways. Yeah, yeah it, now it's if Mary uh, Jane. They dyed her blonde. I guess she's blonde, right? Kirsten Dunst is blonde. Yeah, and she and, made her a redhead, and now they're making and Emma Stone, a redhead but I don't, blonde. Is Emma Stone a redhead naturally? I think she's the said majority she of the time she is. Yeah, so let's go with that. So we'll say that. And if we're wrong, who cares? No one fact checks. Uh, yeah, no. What are you gonna write me an angry email? <laughs> yeah. Just sign your name to it. Don't be a punk. You sound yeah. excited. I, I think I think it looks cool. I'm excited that uh, of a few things. I like I said the cast. I think. I mean, I don't think Dennis Leary makes or breaks a movie, but it's nice to have actors all the way yeah. down that are like that them. are decent. Um, uh, I think the costume looks all right. I think uh, the action from the trailer looks good. I don't know the origin if it's going to be a quirky, funny kind of thing like you like in Batman the mm-hmm. first one where it's like you made me well you made me kind of thing yeah. where the origins are intertwined with other characters because in the trailer he goes through his dad's stuff and his dad has an Oscorp ID and later in the trailer the guy that becomes a lizard yeah. says something like oh, you want to hear the real truth about your, your father or about you or whatever it was it led to like a bunch of like quirky like conspiracy stuff involving Peter's life and you know, I know in the comics his parents were actually spies that got killed in a mission or didn't, but it seems like they, why even bother showing his parents? They do it yeah. in the trailer and in the movie. So it looks like they're going to have some weird backstory that maybe is cute or creative, but not really following the lines of the books. I mean, Spider-Man's been like retried a million times. There's so many cartoons. There were the three movies. I'd be fine with them going a different direction, giving him like more, like focusing more on the origin story or doing his parents or having well, us like conspiracy he high thing. Again? He's in high school again. Um, he does. I think he looks it's, believably it's, dorky and nerdy. I wouldn't have wanted 20s. to talk to him it's if he was next door. Again, though, yeah, I mean, no. I, you know, I and well, I, I'm just saying that it seems like he'll be graduating high school at the end of this movie, probably. Yeah, like uh, I, I agree with you. He's, he's believably. I think he's a, much more so. I, I, Toby Maguire never sold it for me. I mean, there's there's issues I have. I like that he's got web shooters in this movie. I like that. Mm-hmm. In the early books, in the early cartoons, and a lot of other stuff, he's broke. He's always hustling to make money, and most of his money goes to the fact that he's got to make this expensive chemical web that makes composite. webs. Yeah. And that he's <laughs> there are times where he runs out of webs, and he has no money, or you know he's being kind of frugal with it you know and and because he's aware that he can't afford to make more and he's on his last cartridge or what it's that kind of stuff went on in the books and it's interesting mm-hmm. it's it's teenager problems you got school you don't have a job you need money kind of thing i could be hopeful for this one i didn't like the first three movies i, I was not a fan of I like, any i like the i like the first and second ones. yeah the the third one i just don't want to even talk about i feel like what about the other ones with you and by old ones, I mean in the last 10 years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that old. I was excited that Spider-Man was going to be gracing the big screen. I was underwhelmed by the quality of the CG. I thought it looked fake. And, I mean, I wasn't really expecting ultra-realism, but I, it never sat right with me. Even by the third one, the technology had improved. It didn't look right. Um, I just wasn't... By, uh, the third one was was definitely far by, uh, far and away the worst. The the first and second I didn't mind them as movies. I just I never really got into. I, I didn't like Tobey Maguire either. I, he was. See, it's funny because when they first 
announced the casting way back when the first one came was being made. They, everyone was saying what a great slam dunk that was that he was going to be playing. Or at least I really think, I, I mean, you know, he has the face of a stroke victim. He has, no, there's no emotion happening there. He always vaguely looks like he has to, like, confused about having to fart. And, I mean, he put on 20 pounds each film. So by the end, he looked like somebody I'd bump into at a convention dressed as Chubby Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's just really... Yeah, he wasn't looked, for me. He looked like a man-sized Cabbage Patch doll in a Spider-Man costume most of the time. That's what I'll say. That's a so, good way to... So then let's bring it back to the new one. You're, you like the, his replacement. I do like his replacement. I think Emma Stone's quite an upgrade over Kirsten Dunst. I will agree with I you I think there. she's yeah. a funny person, naturally funny. She's one of the rare funny females in Hollywood. And uh, she's pretty, and I think that she's yep. better cast for her character yeah. than Kirsten Dunst was. And... Uh, what else? Yeah, I know you have some real issues. Yeah, so. let's let's get to the beef here. Get to, get to your main one, which is a good one. All, all the all the good things you, you you mentioned about the trailer, all the things you're looking forward to, the, the casting, everything. It, I'm with you. Did the CGI look better to you? It looks way better. Okay, like it does. It's not offensively bad. What is holding me back from wanting to see this movie, from wanting this movie to exist, is fear. Fear that they're going to. <laughs> just bore me to tears in the theater that the CG's actually not gonna look that good in a year. Like, it only looks good now, but like next year it's gonna look awful. And the fact that in the trailer, out of all the appearances where Spider-Man's in uniform, about a third of them, his mask isn't on. His mask's not on. He's peeling his mask off all the time. I don't wanna see his face. Put your mask on. There's, and the scenes are like battle scenes and right. 30 cops with no mask on. I hope, they don't see, I hope they don't guess my secret identity, but just so the audience is aware, it's me under here still. Hello. I think they're trying to avoid that awful, the, like the Green Lantern syndrome with that weird thing that Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> CG face well, had going on. Their, but they have, that a, really, they have a mask. Just they, I mean, they have on. a mask, and I understand why. I... I mean, is I can it, do he's so not too big of a character uh, actor at this point where he's got to demand that his face be seen 70% right. of the film. That is true. I just you feel know. like that you have to give him a little bit of leeway. It was the trailer. They are trying to give him FaceTime in the trailer. I'm hopeful that in the actual but movie... But it does give you an impression. Right. That, I'm that hoping in the actual movie he'll have the mask on more often. Those might be climactic scenes where his uh, secret identity like comes into question well, or something. That's a That'd good, be fine. That's a thing in this movie also that, like you said, that the secret identity and the climactic scene it seems like in this movie the lizard knows he's spider-man and he knows he's the yeah Again, how could he like, not the guy every time they fight he takes his mask well, off just to let him know who hey guess excellent. guess who's under here but you're in in, in in you know movie one villain one they know each other's yeah. identities i really think really he should just put some glasses just on you know do go for that like superman angle Careful. just put glasses he on he puts glasses on then he's wearing like a oh, black that's suit true. and he's doing yeah, a dance down dance, the street yeah. I, we don't want him to look too those, cool those were sunglasses not glasses glasses <sighs> not smart glasses not like uh, you know i'm really afraid i'm afraid that his mask gonna be off too often it was it was off it, it got so bad in the original trilogy i couldn't tell you exactly where but you know, he'd see something remarkable and like just to get a better, he'd peel his mask off for a better look. Like, huh? Like, keep your mask well, on. They did, so they did it in the old movies too. So yeah, it's, that's it what I'm saying. Seem I, like it's going to be. It's a hard to have break. a completely masked character all the time. I think it's hard. I mean, it's more CG to give them like emotion is an well, issue. The, and, and that's a thing to touch on just for a second because they mentioned the that Judge Dredd was another movie coming out, and in the books, 
He ne you've no, never seen him that is actually, with a helmet That off. is actually not true. I'm a big Judge Dredd fan. Oh. There are instances where you see him without, I mean, it's not like fully drawn. He would I have will. glasses on. Like, but I mean, it's well, not Well, he may take his helmet, his head, but they don't. They don't have like whole episodes. Yeah, and, not and whole episodes of that life. But he does the take the mask off. And I think that that was a thing that they were worried about in the first Judge Dredd right. movie, where it was going to be like, whoa, but Stallone's going to have to have the mask off. But they just ditched his entirely. And I hear they've said that Carl Urban was like cool with where leave the mask yeah. as much as you want. I don't care. That's the character. If you're doing Let's a, do it. if you're doing a film about a mask, he's a chameleon anyway. It's like that actor. Yeah. So it. He's McCoy. He's okay. The was it not Pathfinder, but uh, was it Pathfinder? I think Carl Edmund wasn't that. Uh, but, like, again, I, he's in all kinds of things. You don't realize it's the same yeah. guy. You know, so, so he'll so, work. So he's so, a chameleon. So, so they're doing, I mean, you're doing, if you're doing a movie about a masked superhero when he's in superhero mode, let's just have the mask on. That's well, all I'm saying. That's all I ask. There's plenty of other opportunities to, you know, show his emotional range. And if you, ha you need well, some climactic kiss moment or something, you can peel it off. Well, then. especially since, unlike Judge Dredd, where he's the, he's got one identity. In Spider-Man, there's plenty of unmasked scenes where he's Peter Parker. Right. right. It's not like you don't see the guy's face. You know, I have another beef with the Spider-Man movies. Not enough Macho Man. No, in the no, first no, 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 no. The, the the weird upside down kiss thing. I don't know if it's just <laughs> That's right. because I'm associate with nerd men, but like, guys, stop trying that. It, it's like uncomfortable. You like hit each other in the lips with your teeth and stuff. You've had a guy try that, that. Yeah, people try the Spider-Man kiss. It's, it's, of there's, th th there is, I think so, and it's yeah. like really uncomfortable. Somebody, it's it's just weird and stop happening. it. And that started like a weird trend. Ooh, and I really? want that to stop. I mean, you can, it, it's probably the circles you're running. It's in. probably the circles, but it's because it's people watch Spider-Man. No, what if like, oh, that's romantic, you know? Like, uh, I hang my hang my head off the couch. And it, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like you know. They did that in the like one of movie, one of you's yeah, like one of you's leaning over the she couch. Was yeah, and her, her her fiance was Spider-Man, so she had him kiss her upside down. Yeah, yeah. So but imagine what would happen. I mean, if you slipped or something, you've got like a double bottle opener effect. Your teeth, your front. And you're like teeth break your off. That's just sound. Yeah, yeah, there's a potential. It's, it's just let's let's end that now, nerds of the world. Like no more Spider-Man kissing. I, like just, well, what the I thought what it was want. random guys. Like did they cartwheel by you and like ha ha? Got you. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not random guys. They it's did just, a funny. You're walking down the street. They come rappelling down. Look at all. Look, wow, that's quite a. If he came rappelling down the street, I would give him a pass and go ahead and go for the Spider-Man kiss. But it's more like you heard not, it here. Nacho <laughs> hands when you're you're playing Call of Duty. Hey babe, you got, like, when you lean here, yeah. Let's you're get so, away you're from gonna that. You're going to be accosted by guys like rappelling down <laughs> upside down. Hey, I did it! I if did you it for rappel you. down the side of a building, free, free One pass. One free Go upside ahead. down yeah. kiss from Jen. That's... That doesn't go for me, you freaks. Ben, though. Ben is down Ben's for this on board. as well. He's on board. I will always reward effort. <laughs> always. Um, yes. Of course, the mask was peeled back during that scene, too, which made it even worse. Well, but he only the... Only the, the bottom part. Only the, the necessary part. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he saved taking you off. Can, that doesn't count. When we were counting scenes, masked and unmasked in the trailer, you can't count that as he takes. Ta he saves taking off the mask for when he's trying to stop a speeding train. Right. Okay, so... From hundreds of people. But here's looking at you, Judge Dredd. If you can invent a weird style of kissing with the mask, I'll take it, because Judge Dredd is awesome. I think it's his mask has the open bottom. It does have the open bottom. That's like what I'm Batman. saying. But if they can come up with some weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Judge it's... Dredd signature kiss, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna make it'll a, involve a like psychics joke. and like guns. Oh yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so you're not happy and you think it's gonna be an unmasked disaster. What about you, Jenny? It's gonna be an unmasked Do we disaster. Do I'm, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, but I'm still, you know, I'll like accept it with lukewarm optimism. 
Lukewarm hot. Lu- so, I give it a 6.5. 6.5? Well, 6.5. Five. Six, five. Six, five. You're anticipating a 6 and it's a 5, or you're anticipating it a 5 and it's going to be a 6? Yeah, like, well, it could go either way, but you, you know. You think like it'll I be I a 6 s- movie, but you're, you're only I am only willing to give it a 5. My heart's just not ready. Right. To, to like, with open arms. The only thing, Spider-Man none film. of this stuff that Tom's raging about will bother me that much yeah. when I'm watching it. So you say. But I'm, I'm really nervous about the whole parents and the origin and that whole... You know, conspiratorial. Everything's tied into each other, and everything's, you know, the butterfly effect. Yeah. You know, my dad died, and it created me, and it created the villain, and this. If that's going on, I'm gonna like it a lot less. But I'd say I'm in. I'm thinking it's gonna be a seven, and I'm 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 looking forward. To, I, I'll give them both a seven. It I'm could be worse. It could be completely it. about the vulture. I'm looking forward to it much. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the they should have done in the third movie. The, I'm looking forward to this. More than Batman and less than the Avengers. Okay. That's oh, fair. that's a let's let's rank our looking forward to yeah. Uh, so you'd say uh, Avengers is your number one. Avengers, Spider Man, and the Red Under Batman. I've okay. never been like you with Spider Man. I've never been a Batman. Yeah. Okay. Are you same ranking as Ben, or you have a different? Um, you know, I'm probably more excited for Batman because I know it'll at least be fun to watch. I'll enjoy it. I want to see it at do you, IMAX. Do you think? Oh, yeah. But but for the fun to watch thing, do you think you're going to get more action and cool visuals from Batman than Spider-Man? Um, from Batman than Spider-Man? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think I gotta it's gonna say. going to do a lot of Inception it might quirky be, stuff? It, it, it might just be just me. It's like a guilty pleasure. I do love the dark and gritty. Like, let's reboot everything dark and gritty. Absolutely everything. That's I know, very 90s. I, That's putting, like, blood I, I in front of all of, the characters. You know, I, like, grew up in the 90s. Darkness. I really love the, like, if we could get, like, Batman Extreme. Like, okay, take notes here. Mm. If we could get, like, Batman Extreme. He had, like, a Go-Gurt and, like, like a gun belt. Like, two gun belts, though. So you like dark and gritty. So, like. Loving the Schumacher lavender effects, you know. It's dark and gritty in its own retarded, limping along kind of way. Okay, like, all right. it was Joel Schumacher's version of dark and gritty. It's it's extreme. It's when not you're dark that gritty. fabulous. You it's, can only get so dark and gritty. It's not dark and gritty so much as it is extreme. And I really, I mean, like there were bat skates. That's pretty extreme. Back to back to Gogurt, though. Right. No, but like he like gun belts like it darker and gritty. I think that level of over-the-top dark and gritty will really be there in the third film. Fingers crossed, back-breaking. Oh. You don't think they... I think they were all dark and gritty. Yeah, like, but, you know, like, let's shatter some spines. Let's kill Batman's beloved cat. Just make him suffer. I'm ready. <laughs> You're, like, killing animals. Yeah, no, not killing animals. I just, you know... You I'm know. really resisting somehow... Some, so what's your... Saying rise again. Some, some way to... Rank it. Rank them then. I think you're with me. So, no, you're you no, got Batman I'm a, ahead of Spider-Man. I'm a, Spider-Man's yeah, in the basement. Spider, Spider-Man's in the basement right you're now. You're not going. You're going to pirate it, right? Say what you want about the Batman movie. <laughs> at least I know it at the appropriate time. He'll have his mask on. It'll, it reveals part of his face. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe just do a half know. mask if you you're might, not committed to a mask. I don't know. Just because they haven't shown it doesn't mean oh, that not, you won't have that Michael Keaton half mask thing. Let's not give Spider-Man a creepy mouth hole. Is that what you're suggesting here? I'm not suggesting it. I was... As a, I think let's stay a, away from the Spider-Man creepy mouth hole. From a fashion standpoint, I agree with you, but if the guy can't commit to wearing a mask, maybe he needs to reconsider, a, you know, go into a new line of would work it look or too, a Would it be too gimp if he had the zipper? I think that would be really... What if he had, like, a, a shredder, like, thing in front of his face, you know, that he, you're from Ninja Turtles? Like Bane? <laughs> oh, God, no. We can't win here. Just keep your mask on. Right. Yeah, keep, keep the mask on. Well, it's too late for this one. Maybe the next one. <laughs> 
Unless they want to digitally put the mask on now. Do you guys think that DC's ever going to get their act together and have a team-up Justice League-esque movie in the same way they're doing Avengers on the Marvel side? No. 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 It's... it's Green Lantern it just Oof. was... If it was, was like watching somebody die on screen well, for like two hours. It was just like a slow, they, sad, but not even like a good death, like a really a like a limping, sad finish. It was just so thoroughly mediocre. Where they didn't even get to the finish yeah, line. It, it was, was just, a noble effort, but not died before. It was like the oldest race horse, and it kind of like, just, it just, it was bad. Do, and then do, Wonder but Woman. Do you, but do you think that they could keep him on the shelf, not put another Green Lantern movie, and then kind of. Like slip him, him in there when nobody's like looking. Like well, no. Then the Justice League movie, like the Hulk, they didn't do another Hulk yeah. movie. It did okay. But and they didn't make another Hulk movie. But he's in the move. He's in the universe. He's in the in the Avengers. Here's the thing. And they tweaked him to make him work. They recast him. They'll they can ignore what didn't work and and. For DC, you have the Trinity, though, right? There's there's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And then Superman. It goes down to I mean, tier. Superman's been like. Pretty disappointing. I mean, they, they didn't that didn't do well. That was another just like thoroughly mediocre kind of disappointing film. Well, Wonder Woman got I, canceled. He and I, I love the the Brandon Routh movie, and I know everyone's gonna murder me for whoa, that. Whoa. Mike, 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 and I loved it. We went and saw it in 3D together at the IMAX, and uh, I I love it. It's an homage to the originals. It's it's really cool. I know it's slow, and some of the things we love about it are the bad things like that he's a creeper stalker and that you know he's you know there's this odd like illegitimate baby thing going on that she like doesn't how do you like now but that super being molester. said he and i were saying that he didn't mind it either and he and you said what did you say that if they did why recap if you're gonna like what you had superman just write a better movie you had a good Superman character. I don't you think. I mean, did you did you, did you think that he was a bad Superman in terms of his appearance? I thought he was sports. I mean, appearance was fine. I and mean, he was channeling Christopher Reeve and doing to a, a great job. Extent. I well, I didn't like. Have, I don't want to go there because I'm not crazy about the originals. I mean, you need to leave right I now. do. I do love the weird cellophane s that like gets tossed around. Well, like, but that's but really the can, high point for me. But so. that was the re. That was the redo. You got to get the original uh, Donner version. Yeah, it's the Donner cool. ones it's, are fine. You know, yeah, it's good. Whatever. But it, it, okay, so th there was that. But we you, we can't argue that that was like a huge stellar success. That people are still talking about it. Like, you mean the Superman Returns? The Superman Returns. We, no, a like, lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, so a lot of people didn't like it. Green Lantern just, like, went down in flames. Wonder Woman, would, like, as a TV series, was was axed even before it had a chance. There but is I don't just know if not... that's on the merits of the character or on the merits of the people making the show. Right, but I think the problem is if we can't even get, like, a TV show for Wonder Woman off the ground... And she's a, she's a pillar. And she's a pillar. She's, yeah. like, the trinity. It's, she's Marvel one is, of is, the big three. When Marvel in the next year is going to have... Like, I think they're doing a Punisher TV series, mm -hmm. a Hulk TV series, wow. and Jessica Jones, mm -hmm. who's, you know, loosely an Avenger and married to Power Man, who, nope, if you don't, if you only know the movies, you won't know these characters. Right. But they're getting all those off but the ground. But they're getting They can't get Wonder Woman, which is a household name off the ground. Right. They, they sell Wonder Woman shirts at Target, and there wasn't enough she's iconic. There's interest no... well, the, for I, the TV I, show. I blame, like, that, I blame that on the bubble they, they, dicking they, they, of the people that make the show. They did botch that quite a bit. But to be fair, I mean, 
how how can we get a big ensemble movie? Also, those none of those movies fit in with the universe Nolan created. We'd have yeah. to reboot Batman there, or like a fourth Batman movie. There'd have to be a way to tie it in. Well, well but that that seems like it would be. It would be a Justice League thing that comes. Like just, in a few years, and they'd reintroduce Batman. I just Batman. don't think Justice League has the Superman. selling the selling power of the Avengers. Like we were able to. It could. You don't think it could? I think, think it, I think it, I think it really could. But you don't think that the th even just the, the the three DC characters, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, are such household names compared to anyone in the Marvel Avengers movie. No, they are. The Marvel household names are Spider Man, which they don't have access to. Uh, you know, the the Fantastic Four is bigger than anyone in the Avengers, and the X-Men are bigger, and they don't have any of those, and yet they have created this huge industry on their B-level characters. Right. On B-level characters B -level. with good movies. Honestly, all of the DC films, except the Batman ones, well, have really, they've just limped out of the gate. They shot themselves in that, the foot. That we there might a Justice have, League movie there might have been a Justice right League right. movie. If No, but I think... I think we'd have to wait at least another 10 years. I, I th I'm not saying you're wrong. There, there would have to be another 10-year span Let's where they did they did a bunch of reboots. They, I think they'd have to reboot all of them, well, to that's, be honest. Well, that's horse before the card. You're talking about Justice League before you have, as you've established but that let's say that they do. Let's right. say that the new, they are, because they are redoing Superman. Let's say that that's a success. That's check one, right? Then they've got, they got to end this. This Batman series is ending. They got to wait at least three years, four years for new, another Batman movie. Okay, but it has to be a little more, it has to jive better with, the Superman movie, which I assume won't be dissimilar to the Superman movie that failed in terms of its sort of tone, mm -hmm. at least. Okay. They'd have to redo that. Then they'd have to somehow get the household uh, name that is Wonder Woman, <laughs> some kind of a successful vehicle. And then we could hand wave away the green. I think a lot of the problem with Wonder Woman as well is uh, Wonder Woman, like, the, like, the symbol is a household name. The concept, people have a vague idea of what she looks like. Well, because she people was, don't, it was a classic, it was a classic 70s, TV show with, like, with Linda Carter and everything. Yeah. But people don't know the name Diana Prince. If you said that to someone, mm -hmm. they wouldn't be able to say that was Wonder Woman. If you ask them what her outfit looks like now, like, is she wearing pants? Does she have a silly 90s leather jacket? Like, people, like, people simply aren't up to date with Wonder Woman like they are with Batman and well, Superman. Well, not... Well, I guess she is in cartoons. But She's it's in not, cartoons, it's but not a contemporary. It's, it's not, not a contemporary. Take on the, on They've the, been really st the like stuck versions. in that like '70s TV show mode yeah. with Wonder Woman for years. And I mean, I see people with, like girls wearing the shirts and the hats all the time, but they don't know anything about Wonder Woman. And I don't think the name alone is enough to push it. I don't know if people can you, can even you name a Wonder Woman villain? Cheetah. Uh, the giant girl. Yeah, know. yeah, see, yeah, but, exactly. But no. That's what I'm saying. You read comics. You're a DC well, fan. Other than the Greek pantheons, which aren't classic Wonder Woman villains in terms of like 75 years of history, they, when they went Greek, you know, like in the 80s, then she became this, this you know, descended from the gods and, and thing, and then the, the Greek characters came in and yeah you everyone knows Ares and Hera or who I, I might be mixing right, right, Roman like and Greek but but uh you know those are, are they've they've made Wonder Woman more of a mythological mm -hmm. based character so you're a Wonder Woman movie would might, might work better if you could contemporize do Wrath of the Titans in modern day yeah. New York City mm -hmm. or you or know. come up with contemporary villains that Wonder Wonder Woman could be sort of a feminist icon she could fight um 
uh, right to life, an enemy called right to life. She could fight an enemy called uh, transvaginal. That would be another one that, that she could battle. I, I really think- You're getting political I, now. Yeah, I really think the best thing they could probably do, if you really want to make this Justice League movie happen or the Trinity movie happen, just seriously stick her in like a Superman film, stick her in the Batman thing. She's- What would you think about play up getting the a successful of, TV series going while these other movies and then you know, it, yeah, bring it up that way. It would almost have been like if if they did the Justice League movie three three or four years ago with Batman and Green Lantern had been successful. That they just brought the kid from Smallville in as Superman. Right. They could have just. I think you could add Wonder Woman onto something, but I don't think she's gonna have a standalone film. I don't think there's no. Enough. I don't think there's enough box up unless you again made it on a shoestring budget so that you could workplace harassment. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> of villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that you'd have to set it back in the '60s and go for like you know, you know the. I mean, the we Don Draper could we be could your do, arch I mean, from yeah. Mad Men. Or Fighting I mean, you could do that interpretation and, uh, of her, like get a show off the ground where she like when she was in her like agent phase where she like loses her powers and like her Wonder Woman identity and just becomes, when she becomes, a spy, a when she becomes a, a mod spy like ninja, that's pretty awesome. When I mean, she was wearing like sexy pants. Yeah, that, like that, that might be, that might be a launching point. Those books are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the covers were at least. Yeah. I don't remember reading too many of them. So I want, I want, uh, I want a compilation. I want a Justice League-esque movie, which is why I brought that up. So I hope our tips are but, taken to heart. But what you want with her fighting the modern day problems, they I, I don't tried really. to do that in the pilot of the, the show. I don't know if any of you saw it. Uh, Flash sent it to me and I watched like the first, I struggled through the first like 20 minutes and she owns a big corporate business and she went public that she's Wonder Woman and she's fighting the fight against corporate issues. And Are you serious? Yeah, I was joking was, about that. No, no it was, that's not yeah. interesting. That's like There's a reason it got canned. And you're mixing, they were mixing, I'm, I'm loosely remembering this. I might be totally wrong, but like I think a rival corporation was headed by someone that may or may not have been also of the mythological... Pantheon. Yeah, named after like another type of Greek, you know, mythological name of some kind. Okay. So, so you had it. It just never came to fruition. You need to download it and watch the pilot. Wow. Suffer through it. Like so I'm know. going with no Justice League film, Ever. at least for the next decade. Well, they need to get their act together, like Marvel. Oh, wait I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's the best idea mm, to do a, a team. Like, let's see how the Avengers goes. We might have. I mean, there's I always there's always a chance that like a having that many big stars is like in a film is not going to go well I like having the ensemble film it's really hard to tie I think writing on the success of most of those marvel movies and the fact that they didn't triple the budget it's still like i think yeah, the budget all was, contract, was like yeah. what all the others cost them to make wow that it's like you're just kind of front loading it with if well if this guy drew 300 million dollars and this guy drew mm -hmm. 300 million together they draw 400 500 I, you know i think they did a little crazy math and figured if we just don't spend a bundle making it keep it under the same budget that we'll do really well that it's proven and i just don't know if there's going to be the widespread audience so i mean you know it's the audience that watched the other ones i sure yeah. hope to, i sure hope it's a widespread audience. i just don't think it's in dc's future they haven't oh, well, they haven't had a strong history i mean have, like aside from batman they haven't had any i mean the donner films well they don't have their act together and the problem is that they were owned they've been owned by warner for a long time so Every either someone had to come and license it from DC through Warner, 
or Warner has to take it upon themselves to do this. And Marvel saw Sony have this booming success with a licensed property from them, Spider-Man. They saw Universal, you know, make money, if not huge successes with Fantastic Four and Daredevil, maybe, I think they made also. I think they're rebooting both of those so they don't lose the rights. Punishers made money even if they weren't huge successes. But I think Marvel said, can we get financing and do it ourselves? And That turned out to be a good idea. that yeah. way they didn't have... All these crazy people coming in trying to do their interpretations. So, and they were able to ride, ride herd and make it the way they wanted so to if, be. But, so if DC were to gain that sort of creative control as a as a, as an unowned entity, let's say you think that they could maybe... If you actually had like the geeks who were at the core running the Some show. Some of their license well, they properties might, Marvel been... might lose their mojo now that yeah. Disney owns them. You know, it may they may it may turn into that same thing. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. DC but I mean, DC has had some successes. I think they might want to stick with the uh, video games because I mean, the, both of the Batman games were oh, and the were cartoons fantastic. The cartoons have been kill. great, they kill and and honestly, some of some of those cartoons have just been like all the shows have been amazing. That's what I'm saying. And I really think they should just stay away, maybe aside from Batman, away from live action because a lot we'll of see their, what I feel like a lot of their properties too, like a lot of the powers, the costumes. Just do well you don't, in a in a non live action medium. They don't translate action. well. But has anyone looked into like the the lower tier DC universe, like they did with Marvel? I mean, Blade. I mean, yeah, of Blade all the did things. Do. I mean, Ghost Rider was it's been has made the money, but Blade. I mean, those movies were cool. They yeah, were, they really were. And it, I mean, on top in the hierarchy of Marvel characters, you're. You're really low, and he was an obscure thing that popped up every now and then. He wasn't even regular yeah. in books. It's like, is I mean, from A to I Z, think, top to bottom, and do you see there's got to be? To some be fair cool though, I think I think Blade hit at the right time. At the right, it was the right thing at the right time. It was right at the forefront of the vampire craze. Yeah, it was ahead of it the was, game. On it, that. It, it was like it was right there with the Before Matrix sparkles. and everything. It had it had vampires. It had that like sparkles. leather club scene that was popular around that time in movies. I mean, it had, like, Samurai Sword. It had Samurai Swords, Techno, and Vampires. And, like, that really, it just... And you know what? The second movie, would, I mean, I was a huge fan of Guillermo del Toro. I like his stuff. I love Guillermo I mean, to luck into him doing it and yeah. it being... I mean, that was a cool movie. I really liked it. The third one... My, how far they just were, they were good. They how were far we've fallen in, in the vampire genre. And when you look what's out, what's out there now. There's still cool stuff. There's still cool things coming out. I think out. this summer we get Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Actually, that's... That, it looks awesome. I read the book. The book was cool. Mm -hmm. The way they integrated it into real history is cool. Yeah. Uh, Timur Beckinsale or whatever his last name is, the director. Yeah. The, the Russian guy that did Wanted and mm -hmm. Nightwatch and Watch is good. Tim Burton's producing Nightwatch, it. Nightwatch. See, there's still good vampire movies coming out. They're just foreign. Oh. No, some of the... But I don't speak foreign. <laughs> no, because there, there was there was thirst. The let the right one in. There was Nightwatch yeah, and Daywatch. Yeah. There's been some good vampire movies. But it's then there's just, bad vampire right, like just Twilight. Yeah, yeah, kind of ruins the whole genre for me. Oh, but paranormal romance has been around forever. Did you ever read Anne Rice? I mean, to be fair, people were bon people books. were boning in her books, so that's like a huge well, step up. Sex but sex isn't the reason that vampire movies aren't good. It's no, no, no. I just mean as far as paranormal romance goes. I suppose Anne Rice is at the top of the track. Well, I, there's so. only vampires. What other paranormal thing can you really be romantic with? Werewolves, ghosts. Not as werewolves. Listen, <laughs> ghosts, ghosts be kind of one-sided. 
Not as well. Yeah, that's, you're wolf. Now you're, yeah. Now you're getting into some really being human. Strange... There's a there's a werewolf romance. I mean, the British one. I well, seen, wolf the on wolf. One. Yeah. I Bye. mean, it's not you know. Like I was saying, you can't, a normal person can't have a relation with Doesn't, a monster as a monster when they're a werewolf. Um, it's on the internet, I think. I think we can direct people to the internet for that. That's not a, I'm sure there's a fan movie of it somewhere. I, like I don't want to go there. Someone in but a costume? I don't, I don't want to talk about this I heard this Ghostbusters 3 has a nice ghost love plot in it. Yeah, Ghostbusters had that really creepy ghost on lady scene. That was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is. Paranormal. Yeah, Good that was. Point. That is paranormal romance. We're like demon dog guys and key yeah, masters no, and, and gatekeepers. They would possess people. Yeah, that's a ghost. What are they possessed by? Ghosts. Zool and uh, the well, the gatekeeper. The, the, are Zool. we counting? The gatekeeper I mean, and the key master. Is it, is it, is it the Dozer. first Evil Dead with the uh, the creepy tree scene? Because well, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, that's like that's like a they ghost re, spirit it was so good thing. Yeah, they, they did it, it in the second one. Right. So I mean, I, I'm just adding Evil Dead to the paranormal romance category. It was a romance. Of romance. A, it was a when romance. It's of like a sword. Res, when it's restrained assault. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tree root that you. I just have a weird concept of romance. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's okay though. It makes you interesting. So you guys have creeped me out a little bit. Okay. So we've talked about movies a lot. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that I know you had the what? It, what else was the? You had footage from a con. Oh yeah, uh, briefly, because we've really spent a lot of time here. Uh, I think we got time. I think it, it's amazing that. Uh, comic book movies have been such a mainstay recently, and is this uh, our segue? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, this is, was it? No, no. I just want everyone. to... Are you getting a nice segue vibe there? To, That's what I was going for. To notice it and judge it. We're gonna no, we're gonna we're gonna grade this on one to ten. <laughs> I think it's interesting to consider uh, how far you know how much of a mainstay comic book movies uh, have become, and, and how how comic book properties have become such a uh, such forces in in pop culture. Um, you got to wonder if the guys back during the early days ever thought that. There would be this sort of an explosion of popularity. Well, even even from ten years, from fifteen, twenty years ago, I think that it's it's it was un, unthought of that you'd have you'd this have level. Movies. Well, I didn't have the foresight to ask him that question, of course, during the interview. But I was uh, privileged to interview um, Golden Age legend Alan Bellman at a uh, convention I visited recently, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna be featuring my uh, hard hitting interview with him on the website. On the website, I didn't hit him too hard. He knocked me out. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, uh, check that out. That's going to be... Uh, and Alan, uh, Alan's the... I, I, without making it sound morbid, <laughs> he's the last surviving Golden Age artist from Captain America. Yep. John Romita drew it in the 50s, but for the original first decade of comics, Alan's the last guy, and Stan was writing in those, and he's around, but there's not a lot of guys left. He'll be at... Supercon, he's there every year, and he's awesome, and he does commissions, he still draws, he's friendly with fans, He had, they flew him out for the Captain America premiere, Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's one of those rare treasures that's still with us, we lost a lot of other creators, even recently, but, and, uh, and South Florida is a good, was a great place the last 20 or 25 years at conventions for meeting a lot of these Gold yeah. Age guys, because we're like... You know, the land of the newlywed, nearly dead. You get a lot of retirement down here. A lot of golden age. So you had like guys like Will Eisner and Shelley Maldoff. We did Martin house Nodell. a lot of golden age creators. Didn't they were they? a lot down here, and uh, they were enjoying doing the conventions and stuff. And they're one by one. You know, Alan's one of the few left, and he's, you know, 
kicking butt. He's yeah. awesome. And uh, and uh, he, what was it? I think Mike told me a story where he, you know, was kind of rediscovered. He got out of comics and was uh, yep. working for Sun Sentinel as a photographer. He won awards, I think. As mm-hmm. a, I think I read he was a... a yeah, I think he, 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 he had was, an he, he was in the art department mm-hmm. in some capacity. And, uh, and uh, got dragged back in. You know, ten years ago or something like that. I think it was. I'm gonna come off in the late '90s. Stan Lee. This is this is an interesting story. Stan Lee came mid '90s, mid '90s. Well, okay, I I know the story. I can. Well, here, give it to him. Passing our mic off. This all be edited nicely. This is Mike, the uh, off-camera ghost. We don't edit. Producer. Um. It's a weird story. In the in the mid '90s, Alan got out of comics in in '54 because he worked with Marvel Timely for from 40, 1942 to 1954. In the in the early '50s, mid '50s, the comic book industry kind of took a real big nosedive, and there was wasn't a lot of work, so a lot of guys got laid off. A lot of guys left the industry. It was a trend. It was a trend away from hero stuff. Right? Yeah, it was a big trend away. They got into crime books and they got into romance books and Alan worked on that stuff too. In fact, he created a strip called Let's Play Detective which was his own creation. Alan, so in 1954, Alan left the comic book industry never returned. Got into uh, his own business, got into advertising, worked with the Sun Sentinel, was an amateur photographer, was doing very well for himself. Uh, in the 1990s, I want to say it was like 1995, 1996, Stanley did a convention in South Florida and he was doing some radio interviews and then Alan heard Stan on the radio and he called up the radio station and he said, do you remember who I am? You know, I'm Alan Bellman. I used to work with you and Stan's like, you know, yeah, I know who you are. Oh my God, I haven't spoken to you in, you know, close to 50 years. Come, come. How come are you? Yeah, the- come meet me at the convention. I'll get you in. You'll sit with me. You know, we'll catch up on old times. So, so Alan went there, sat with them and just kind of chatted him up and, and they've stayed in touch ever since now there was a convention that invited him to be a guest right after that um it was an early megacon and he sat next to gene colin but he went as a guest didn't know what to do nobody told him nobody prepped him he didn't have any pens he didn't have any pencils he didn't have any pages to draw he just showed up and gene kind of you know, Gene Cullen, who was an, uh, another famous, you know, Golden Age and, and, and Silver Age artist, very well known for drawing Iron Man, Tomb of Dracula. Uh, Gene. Hey, he died last year, too. He died, yeah. Uh, that was a very sad, unfortunate story, Yeah. the way that ended. Um, but he was, he, was, he was an old-timer, uh, great, great legend. So Alan went with him, hung out there, did some drawings, and then went home, and that was it. And then kind of was like, eh, okay, you know, it was, it was what it was, and nobody ever asked him to do anything again. Uh, flash forward to Supercon, the first show that we did in 2006, and this, um, this guy, Steve, uh, contacted me and said, hey, you might, want, you might be interested to know... And this guy, Alan Bellman, who used to draw Captain America in the 40s, lives in South Florida. Here's his email and phone number. You should contact him. And I did. And he's and like... he's been doing it ever since. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's, he's one of our favorite... One of my favorite... I love him. I mean, I, you know, he's, he's awesome. And Classy guy. He, last week, would, went to a show in Kentucky. This weekend, he's at a convention in New York. And now he's doing the circuit all around the country. You know, 90 years old, almost. And just running around doing conventions, drawing. Did our cover last year. They call it balling. 
That's what he's doing. He's balling right he's now. He's balling right now. I mean, he's, he's he's more spry than you know most people half his age. Right. Give me the mic, because I feel naked. And these guys aren't talking when the. Uh, well, no, I was just listening. I, I wanted to mention. Well, I I want to interrupt first because every opportunity these clowns get over here, they're drawing pictures of me, and they're like these ridiculous pictures, and it's. Uh, you know, it's hilarious at the same time, but I have like crazy mullets and stretchy dragon necks and I don't know. Uh, Fred's even drawn me with, with strange things hanging. Um, so, I want, I wanted go to, ahead. I wanted to add something. I mean, you're an inspiration for art, artistic talents we never knew we had. Uh, but putting that aside for a moment, uh, I believe, and I'm not going to promise it, but I'm pretty sure we also have footage uh, at the same time where I interviewed Alan of him hanging out uh, and you know briefly meeting up with his buddy Stan. So, uh, yeah, assuming assuming that is uh, retrievable, that will be on our site as well. Cool. Our our off-screen tech guy will confirm that it's retrievable. It's retrievable. So he promises that it'll be there. And we'll put up links for Alan Bellman's website, and you know he's. And I see a showcase of our. uh, various renditions of you uh, appearing on our website future. before long. Yeah. Oh, all these drawings of me. <laughs> yeah. None of them look like. We this. are also accepting fan art of Ben. Yes, um, please. Oh. Please submit your fan art of Ben. We'll have a whole section. Ben on the website really just likes for it. it if you can just fill out his hair and do like a, he likes he likes like a really large almost like a a flowing mullet. A flowing a large flowing. I don't have a really mullet, curly mullet. Mullet. I don't have a mullet. He doesn't, but he he wants to have one, and we want more importantly, we want him to have one. So I if you'd like to submit that, we would feature, <laughs> we may feature your art on a future episode or the website. You could be. <laughs> You want to have a contest so people send it in? I'd love to have a contest. So what are you going to give them? Uh, no prize? I don't know that I have any prizes, but I will come up with some for you. Please right. send well, us fan art of Ben. Great. I can't wait. I'm Jenny, really, this is a great really... contest. This is a really... It's your opportunity. Opportunity, also. To uh, really, you know, make it big on the FSC website. Yep. That could be you. Get into it. And please these two to big no time. end, I guess. You, you're... Me, not so much. I never, I never imagined you as my muse, but you are now. I'm not amused. <laughs> oh, zing. On that zingy note, are we done? I think that was the end of our uh, Florida Super Chit Chat cast. Our Chat cast. Chat cast. And uh, this is our first one, so excuse us uh, for being brutal. And maybe I won't have a handheld mic next week. And he won't. And our batteries won't run out. They won't. And we won't be... Include the mic in the mullet drawings. Bonus Please. points for that. Oh, come on. Now I'm Just holding something I hope like so. this in front I of I hope face. so. We won't take our masks off in next week's episode. This is unkind to a great degree. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else. Are we plugging anything else or mentioning anything else? Uh, just go to the site, watch the videos that Tom made at Megacon. Uh, you might Ooh. see some girls in... Cute outfits. Um, yeah, yeah. There, cosplayers. I'm gonna put some miscellaneous footage up there if I can. I think and, we will uh, have some cosplay specials as well next week, right? We have cosplay. We might. We might. We I don't know what we've got out. lined up. We're trying to get uh, a cosplay interview with the. That is coming down uh, the pike fairly soon, and uh, I did want to also mention that um, as far as the submissions of the drawings have been, we'll have an email address up on the site, so check that out. You and, suck. Uh, just submit to there. You guys suck so bad. Ben inspires me at something.com. You've drawn a lot of pictures. So. You inspire the heck out of me. It's true. Anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in. I guess you don't really tune on the internet, but if you did, you would have. Yeah. Bye. Just hit stop. <laughs>